the good don't grow We help you understand the benefits With CBD and cannabis, yeah The good don't grow We remove the fear of the unknown By giving you all the facts The good don't grow We bring the unbiased content from opposing views To give you nothing but the facts I welcome you to the show The good don't grow What's up, everybody? Welcome back to an episode of Good Dudes Grow. Our special guest today is Andrew Sales. He's the Vice President of Business Development at Solus Energy Services. Uh, me and Andrew met a couple of weeks ago. We're, we're actually trying to change people's lives. Andrew has an amazing story and how he's going to help different people level up, help you in your sales and everything else. Just before we start out, just let me do a little, little, little homework or housework here. Basically, anything we talk about is not intended to actually cure or diagnose or treat any illness. It's not FDA approved. If we do talk about some CBD stuff, which we may or may not, but right now I think even though the show is about CBD and cannabis, every once in a while it's good to have a guest on to actually hype people up and show them that their lives can change no matter how they look at it, no matter where they are in their life, they can change it. And Andrew's going to help us do that in different ways. How you doing, Andrew? Oh, I'm doing awesome, man. Thank you for having me on. I, I love sharing my story and, you know, it kind of relates to, to what you do in the cannabis industry too, or the, the, um, the, what's it called? The, you guys use the, the, the CBD. CBD. Sorry. Stuff. Yeah. My, my mind went blank there for a while. <laughs> I've been, been using too much cannabis myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool, man. So do you have a good holiday? Oh man, I, I had a great holiday. You know, I, a lot of my family is afraid of the virus, so we didn't do the big thing. But we, uh, you know, I did a, a meet up with my immediate family. It was a good time to play some games and see everybody. Cool. Hey, can you see my video back here? I can. I can. I, I just noticed. What, 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 that. what do you What do you think about this? What do you think about this new logo? Oh man, that's badass. I like that. That's, that's <laughs> really cool. Just had it made. It looks like I'm actually talking into a leaf right now. Oh man, that's cool. I like that. I, I just noticed what it was when when he pointed it out. I thought I thought I'm like yeah that's what that's what I want that's pretty awesome. So hey listen let's start out by telling us a little bit more about your your background and then a little bit go into the, your story about where you where you were where you are and how you're helping people change lives. For sure man. So um you know I I have a sales entrepreneurship background. You know I I started out selling drugs and and got into real business. Um you know, I, I've always prided myself on, on being a top-notch salesperson. Then I, I learned the business aspect, which involves marketing and growing people and helping develop other people and, and everything along those lines. And it just naturally transitioned into, you know, trying to help others better themselves. And I feel like I have a story that a lot of people benefit fr from hearing. You know, there's a lot of people that they're in that same place I was or maybe even a better place than I was. And they feel like, man, I, I can't turn my life around. But these past five years, I've, I've proven really anybody can go out there and, and turn their life around. Right, right. That's that's one cool thing. That's how I thought our, our kind of like our stories kind of like went in a parallel universe. Because along with our story, how we got on CBD with everything else with my daughter being in rehab, we started a nonprofit to try and help addicts get out of rehab. And one of the biggest things that we found is that they didn't have anywhere to go once they went out of rehab. So in other words, they didn't feel they had any purpose or anything else. And your story kind of resonated that you went from feeling like you had no purpose to actually having purpose and now helping others look for that purpose where they feel like 
where our addicts are coming out of. Yeah, that, that's what it's all about, you know, and I, you know, I spent a little time in, in rehab myself and that, you know, that's one thing I, I really noticed that a lot of these people in there, they, they do great while they're, while they're in there, but even them themselves, they're, they're counting down the days with dread when they get out. Cause when they get out, they're like, wow, I, I got to go back to, to what I was or, or nothing to do and, and not have this routine. So, um, you know, I, I, I made it, I make an extra effort to work with people that have, have been where I've been and, 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 you know, push them forward. Right. Right. That's pretty cool. So the funny, <laughs> I don't think the funny thing is, but a lot of people don't understand that the drug industry is still basically a sales industry. It is a business. So you, you can translate from that avenue to like you did to a more successful, more non, you know, we'll call it bad avenue or what, whatever, where you are. It, it, it does translate, does it not? Oh, absolutely, man. So there, there's plenty of stuff that I, I learned selling drugs and I, and I, I use in, in real business today. And, uh, you know, I, and just, just, just before, before you go on that, we're not saying start selling drugs <laughs> to learn how to do sales. So just in case anybody is out there going, well, dude, let's go start selling drugs. We're going to have an awesome career. That's not what we're saying. No, no, no. The real takeaway is if you are selling drugs and I tell everybody have an exit strategy and then, you know, these things that you're already using to sell drugs or if you have like a business plan in place, a lot of them translate and, and you can and you can use those, too. So that, that, that's one thing I, I learned along the path. You know, like I, I had a pretty crazy story when it when it comes to how I, I started in, in sales and and took off with it from, from transitioning to selling drugs. You know, I, I sold drugs from 15 to 20. When I was 20, I got caught. These cops beat me up, took my drugs and let me go. So I'm thinking I just got robbed by some crooked cops. So I actually stopped selling drugs at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so fast forward two years later, I'm not even selling drugs anymore. I'm actually playing poker full time. And I got a little bit of money saved up. I'm walking through a park one night and I get stopped by a cop. And it turns out I got a warrant with a $20,000 bond. So I ended up bonding. Yeah, it was, it was a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know, had no clue about this whatsoever. No, man, it, it was like two years later. And like at this point in time, like I, I, I had moved on with my life. <laughs> I wasn't even selling drugs anymore. <laughs> but, um, so I, I bond out, I, I get a lawyer and he's like, I, I can, I can get you off by the time we go to court with just probation, but you're going to want to have a job. And so there was this guy I actually knew from the poker table. I knew he made good money, but I didn't know exactly what he did. So I, I hit him up and I'm like, Hey man, can you get me a job? And he's like, Oh, I just so happened to, to be starting an office in St. Louis. So I was like, all right, I'm in. So I, I go into this office when, when, and actually I find out later, he called his manager in St. Louis. And he's like, I got this kid, Andrew. He's kind of ghetto. He's probably not going to work out, but he's my friend. So we'll give him a shot. You know, and like back in those, <laughs> I, I grew up in, you know, inner St. Louis city. So like, you know, I, I'd sag my jeans, baggy Jersey hat cocked to the side, red, red bandana hanging out of my pocket. Uh, so, you know, I, I get why he said it. I came a long ways. You see a picture of me now, I'm probably wearing a suit. But, um, so it's so one of the, one of those, uh, you know what, I'm going to give one of those feel good moments. I'll do something for this dude. It's, it's not going to happen, but at least I did something, make myself feel good. Let's just see where it goes. Yeah. 
Well, I, I go in and they actually don't even have an office at this point in time. They're they're doing their meetings in a Starbucks and they're, it turns out they're selling cable door to door. And like, obviously everybody's like, damn, door to door. If you first hear that, you're like, oh, that's bullshit. But all these guys are, <laughs> all these guys are showing me check stubs and they're making a thousand dollars plus a week. And like, I didn't, that was all the money in the world to me at the time, at least making it legally, you know? So I, uh, I didn't know shit about sales, but I knew I was better than those guys. So right, uh, I didn't have a car in those days. I got dropped off at noon. I got picked up at nine. They'd take hour long lunch breaks, hour long smoke breaks. And I, I just knock all day. I'd pack a lunch, sit on the curb for 15 minutes, go back to it. And that first week I only made like $162. But and I probably should have quit. But like I, I believed in my in myself. You know, like, I, I knew it. I knew that those guys were making a thousand, and my buddy was making two, three, four thousand a week. I was like, I knew I could do it too. So I, uh, I just kept getting better and better, and you know, buying sales books and studying sales. And about six, seven weeks in, I finally got my my first thousand dollar paycheck, and it was a total mindset shift to where I, I had to make a thousand dollars a week. I, I remember I had a week where I only made 600 bucks and I'm like, I'm banging the table. I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna get through the week. And, <laughs> and all my friends are like, man, we don't even make that in the week. And, and that's what it really clicked to me, you know, like, all right, I, I got something here. So um, I really dug in, you know, shortly later I get promoted. I'm running the office. I get promoted again. After that, I'm like a regional manager traveling around the country, training, building sales teams, well, this entire time I'm on probation, you know, and like I'm feeling pretty untouchable because most sales guys are cocky if we're being honest. And then, it's, right. you know, first time I'm making legit, you know, good money, legit in my life or good, legit. Money. Yeah, I knew I knew a few sales people like that, you know, like I could sell ice to Eskimos, dude. I got this. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm missing probation appointments. And when I do show up, I'm testing positive for marijuana. So like, my, my PO hates me, but I'm thinking I'm untouchable. Well, sure enough, in 2013, they touched me. They uh, they violated my probation. They made me do five months in jail. And I was, it, they put me in this rehab program in St. Louis County Jail. And like, I'm in there, people that are smoking crack and shooting heroin. And I'm like, I smoke a little bit of weed. And they're, <laughs> they're like, well, what do you really do? And I'm like, I smoke a little bit of weed. <laughs> but it, it... So so ba- basically, you're 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 on top of the world. You got out from the life you wanted to get out. You found something that you're good at. You're crushing it. And all of a sudden, everything comes tumbling down and gets shut down. Yeah, that's that, that, that sums it up, man. That, that, that's really what, <laughs> what it was. You know, I felt like I was on top of the world at that point in time. And so I, um, you know, this, I, the, but it, honestly, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise because the entire time I was locked up. All I did was read success books, sales books, and motivational books. And when I got out, I hit the ground running. My friend had broke off from the company we were with, and she started her own door-to-door company. And door-to-door is kind of a small community. Everybody knows everybody. So, like, everybody knew I was pretty much fresh out of jail. So, she made me start at the bottom. But within two weeks, I was running an office in Columbia, Missouri. And then within six weeks, I was running offices in Columbia, Missouri, well, our, our client at that time, they, they recognized my name from before I went to jail. And they're like, well, why is this guy running our, our offices in Florida? Because they had like five offices in Florida. Right. So I got offered a promotion to go to Florida. Um, and, you know, and, and a lot of, and I'm sure you've experienced, but a lot of times in like business and sales, you get offered a promotion. It's like a bang, bang thing. They want somebody within two weeks. So they're going to find somebody else. So um, 
I, I didn't have time to transfer my probation. And then the girl I was dating at that time, she kind of didn't get how big of an opportunity this was for me. You know, it was my first chance to make a hundred thousand plus a year. Uh, and I, I've grown up, I grew up poor as shit, you know, middle of St. Louis. Well, she grew up on the opposite spectrum in a, on a golf course. Her, you know, her, her dad drives a Porsche, her and her mom drove Benzes so that she didn't quite get that. Hey, this is my, my chance to really do something. So she told me to pick between her and the job. I picked the job. <laughs> uh, Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Yes. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I went to, uh, to Florida. I, uh, I'm building my empire. I meet a girl, her and I have a baby. Well, my ex saw on Facebook that I had a baby with another girl got jealous and called my PO and told her I was working out of state because I was flying back and forth every, every oh, other Jesus. month. So in 2015, they extradited me from Florida. I did another six months in jail. And when I got out, I was off probation and everything, but I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do because my, my kid had just turned one. And so I'd spent half his life in jail. So I didn't want to start traveling around to, to build sales teams again. And I, I started working at a, uh, a Best Buy. I, I hated it because it was like 12 bucks an hour. You know, not, not really, you couldn't make commission or anything. So this wasn't my style. So I, I ended up getting mad on him one day and I, I walked out on him. And I, I told them I was going to go work for this big sales trainer. And they, they all they, they laughed at me at Best Buy, to be honest, because they, they didn't think it would ever happen. And, you know, <laughs> the, to work for this sales trainer at the time, you had to uh, you had to buy his five hundred dollar training program and then sell it to five people on your own with no help. And like at this point in time, like I only had like 300 Facebook friends. Like now, I, you know, I got thousands of people that follow me, salespeople, and entrepreneurs. But it, uh, you know, I, I didn't have I didn't have that network. But I. I had like a, my last check from Best Buy was like 800 bucks. So I, I took five of that 800, bought that program and I'm, I'm grinding it. And I, uh, I, you know, like I, I, I'm going, I'm about two weeks in, I'm following up with people, but I haven't sold shit yet. So I start knocking doors for a buddy that runs a, a long company just to make some cash, you know, to have food on the table and shit. So um, I, I end up, finagling my way into an interview with this sales trainer. And at this point in time, he had a sales group of like 30,000 people. And like he said, he was going to let his group vote on who he should hire. It was almost going to be like the apprentice some Donald Trump type of shit, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, uh, I, no, no, don't be nervous though. No, you're going to get not nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I, I end up crushing the interview and like I had three times as many votes in second place. It was like an online interview. So I, I go to work for this guy. I'm doing really well. And it, it ended up reconnecting me with my now mentor. The guy who sold the very first sales company I worked for was called 2020 Companies. His name is Bill Rowland. He sold it for $150 million. And so he, I ended up getting connected with him and kind of long story short, he took me under his wing five years ago after I left working for the, uh, the, the sales trainer and he helped me build a door-to-door -door company. I made about a hundred, 120 grand off of, you know, every, every, every year for a couple of years. Then he helped me start a healthcare company that I scaled to the point of making 50 grand a month. So, you know, literally anybody out there can go from being in jail to making 50 grand a month if you if you just put your head down and you're willing to grind it out and put in some 60, 90 hour weeks for for five years in a row and 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 learn what it takes. Um exactly. Yeah. So that that's kind of my my story. You know, I had to shut down the healthcare company because they changed government regulations. Now I I run right. a solar company. 
But um, that, that's how I, I got here, man. And I try to use my story as inspiration for anybody else that, you know, hey, I was in I was in jail five years ago, but now I'm sitting in an office, uh, one of the nicest offices in St. Louis overlooking Bush Stadium right now as we're talking. <laughs> nice. Well, that, that's that's the biggest thing I find with a lot of people who are trying to get to the next level. They, they never understand that some things are always going to happen. But if you learn from those things, and kind of ride them and change them and grow with those things, that, that you're actually able to progress even further. It kind of like everybody, everybody who's successful always states success is not a straight line. It's always a crooked line. But most people stop as soon as they get that downturn, thinking like, oh, I ruined it. I'm never, it's never going to happen. When that downturn, like you said, where you went into jail for five months and you took all that time to read and educate yourself, that downturn for you made you even better when you came out. Yeah, it's all about how, how you utilize things. You know, like I, I was even explaining to, to some of my partners, I was like, hey, we, we know every year from Thanksgiving to New Year's is slow. We can beat our head against the wall doing the same things we always do and, and have minimal, you know, minimal output, or we can take this as a time to actually learn something new and, and build our brand in a different way, way. And that's, that's actually what we, we, we took this past month to do was, you know, expand our brand a, a different direction instead of, you know, beating our head forward, just trying to go out and acquire customers, you know, the, the last month of the year when it's most difficult. Right. That's, that's pretty cool. So you also have a podcast, you said, correct? Tell us a little bit about that. I do, man. It's called Sales Tales, S-A-Y-L-E-S, Tales, T-A-L-E-S. My name's Andrew Sales, S-A-Y-L-E-S. So that's why uh, it's spelled like that. But, um, you know, I share my story on there. I share things that I learned selling drugs and how I actually use them in real business today. Because like we were saying earlier, a lot of it's transferable. And, you know, so there's episodes like that. Then I also bring on, you know, people to uh, chat and share their stories. And, uh, you know, there's always some crazy stories in the sales and entrepreneur world and bring on some pretty high level entrepreneurs as well. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. What we'll do is we'll put a link to your podcast in this episode. So if people want to go check you out, definitely check you out. Hey, listen, one more question. What's new or what's coming up for you in 2021? Man, 2021 is going to be the biggest year yet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> everybody says that every year, but I, I I feel it every year. Like a lot of people felt like 2020 wasn't a year for them, but I, I used it and I got better. Um, so in 2021, we're going to expand the podcast. That's going to be a big part of our brand. We're going to be dropping a training program called Hustler University. It's going to be uh, really cool to where I'm going to have monthly content on it that I upload about everything from mindset, the motivation, the sales, social media marketing. There's going to be health and fitness, but I'm also bringing on other sales trainers in, in specific industries like real estate, insurance, and uh, an automobile. And they're, they're going to have courses within it as well. So it'll be your, your one-stop shop for everything sales and hustler. I can't wait. So that's so cool. And one thing that I'd like to tell everybody else, there's always two things that, that we, we actually learned on another podcast, two things everybody needs to learn, leadership and sales. Those are the two things that if you can master, you will always have some place in business or some place to go and make money. Absolutely. Andrew, I appreciate coming on my podcast. I will put all your Facebook links and everything else on here. We get on here so everybody can reach out to you so that when that new program does come out, they can hit you up and you can help them out, get to the next level. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. You have yourself a wonderful New Year's and have a great week, my friend. I'll talk to you later. You too, bro. Bye.
Thank you.